Welcome to Adaptation, the podcast for in-depth discussion on film adaptations and the original material they're based on. This is episode number 39 for March 27th, 2013, where we will discuss Sam Raimi's film, Oz the Great and Powerful. I'm your host, Kendall Bryant. I'm Jordan Rufer. I'm Jessica Dick. And I'm Ryan Smith. Yes, um, I'm not going to do upcoming uh, stuff this week, because who knows when this is going to be edited, since I have so many to do, but uh, Oz the Great and Powerful came out March 8th in the U.S. and the U.K. Wow, that was a long time ago. Is it the 18th? Am I messing that up, or is it really the 8th? I think it was the 8th. It really is. It's just been that long. We're not, you know, we... We we, did push it twice. We pushed a couple of things back, yeah. Um, It was written by Mitchell Kapner and David Lindsay Abair, and directed by Sam Raimi, which I said. It starred James Franco, Mila Kunis, Rachel Weisz, and Michelle Williams, and Zach Braff. Yep. We had lots of interesting speculations, I think, about this film last time. Mm-hmm. Um, what did, Jess, what did you, what was your initial reaction afterwards? That it was a spectacle. I'm pretty sure I said a similar thing after we went to go see Hugo. But, like, the color and just the machinery and the work of just how everything works. Like, it was a beautiful film. Yeah. Also, in terms of plot, like, there were things, a lot of things I liked that they borrowed from the original and they pretty much um, a pastiche they like put things in that you would recognize that would come back up later mm-hmm. but I do have to say I didn't like um, Theodora's story I didn't like how she became the Wicked Witch right but I know we'll talk about that later yeah but, so it was mixed signals but like I really enjoyed it it was very artistic and I liked that mm-hmm. Ryan how do you enjoy being right <laughs> what were you um... right Yes, I did enjoy that. <laughs> he was right about which witch was the bad witch. Ah. Which witch was the bad witch? <laughs> which technically they're both bad. Yeah. Just yeah, which one was green. Which one was the wicked was the wicked witch as we know her. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly was kind of disappointed. I don't know if it was just because I had high expectations or I mean it was it was cute, I guess, but that's about the best thing I can really say for it. Mm-hmm. It was more kitty than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I thought it was going to not necessarily be like adult, like a lot of the fairy tale adaptations that we've been having lately, like Jack the Giant Slayer and Hansel and Gretel. But like, just have that humor that's for kids, but also for the humor that's for adults, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That a lot of movies have nowadays. Like, it's it's something that's very possible. Yeah. Just because, you know, we've all watched us, our parents have watched us, our grandparents have watched us, so it's, you know, adults are going to go see this just because we all love us. So I don't, don't really see why they didn't try to bring that in. Yeah. Doran? Oh, it could be because I went in with low expectations, but I actually quite liked it. I mean, obviously, no movie is really perfect, especially when it has something, like, has such a high bar to reach. Mm-hmm. You know, this, come on, The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> right. But, um, I mean, I just, I, I felt like I'd heard a lot of bad things about it. I mean, maybe yeah. basically what Ryan said is, like, I heard that people were disappointed, they didn't think it really, like, matched up to things, and sure, like, it's not... The Wizard of Oz. No. I mean, that is a classic. Maybe, I don't know, people will consider this a classic later, but didn't really break any boundaries or anything like mm-hmm. that. But, you know, I really thought it was going to be really stupid. Like, I had seen some clips of James Franco mm-hmm. as Oz, and I just went, he's just a jerk. I don't... I can't... No, <laughs> well, I don't... I mean, he was in the movie, but it was like... It was... Um, it was funny? Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it fit a little better. Like, he just seemed a little too harsh to be... Like, in the clips, I saw just I guess it was just completely out of context. And I was like, no, I, I don't feel this. So I was really right. worried. But when it came down to it, I mean, there was for a few parts that I was, like, rolling my eyes at. But generally, I actually... It was very enjoyable. And I mean, I know that, Ryan, you said that, you know, everybody has seen, you know, the original... Well, I can't call it the original, but, you know, the well-known Wizard of Oz. And so why not have the adult humor in there? But at the same time, it's like that was such a family movie classic. They kind of stuck to... Mm-hmm similar rules, similar aspects. So, and then, you know, and then if you go to the movies with me, I'll always make dirty jokes. Right. Well, no, but, like, there, I felt like there was, not dirty jokes, but there was definitely, like, an adult level to at least the beginning. Or even, like, anything, just, like, the relationship going through, which I'm not saying that I necessarily like how relationships played out in it, but there did tend to be that. We were laughing a lot, mostly because we were, like, 
Because he was ridiculous. Because he's ridiculous, but, like, I can't... I mean, he... I guess it was funny. I don't know. I, I don't know if I ever actually liked him. I don't know if I ever actually liked him. I agree. And as the protagonist, you know, like the title character, you're like, oh, at least part of me has to like him. At least part of me has to root for him. Right. But I had a hard time with it. Like, I never liked him. Mm-hmm. I never. And I, it even got to the point where the only reason I was rooting for him at all was because I was rooting for the people of Oz. Yeah. You know, I was never really rooting for him. I don't know. I feel like by the end, I at least felt that he saw himself as a good person, which meant that he'd live up to being a good person. Because I think his flaw, mostly, was that he didn't think that he was a good person. Yeah, he definitely had a good storyline there, at least. Yeah. So, I was okay with that, and I like the fact that he, that even though everybody kind of still thought he was gonna just betray them all, that he turned it around. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of enough for me. Because, you know, even in The Wizard of Oz, you know, when you finally meet the man behind the curtain, he he considers himself a wicked man, yeah. you know? He doesn't think that he's good. And so this kind of sticks with it, where he's never really, you know, he's never going to be Glinda. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There was some, like, inconsistencies or or whatever you might call them. but like, But I think that they did do a good job of kind of trying to fit it. And, like, I would say, you know, with his storyline, like, him, you know, thinking he's not a great man or bringing it back to being, like, this psychic, quote-unquote, fake psychic. Mm. With him, at least. Like, there was definitely, like, his character was semi-consistent. Although, like, when you think back to, like, the Oz of 1939, I can't see him being, like, a ladies' man, but maybe that's just because he's, like, this little old man, but... Well, I guess he grows out of it. 30 years in a little room yeah you gotta figure there must have he must have been able to like get out of there once oh, yeah. in a while well i assumed that he could go about the castle and no nobody would know who he it was. was just so that if people wanted to meet oz like he could bring them in or whatever and i did like the other things that they brought in that weren't in the film the old film but that were in the book chinatown um <laughs> yeah <sorry. laughs> even like I- the mon- yeah. At least Zach Braff monkey in this was good, even though there were evil monkeys, which I thought was a bit... That actually is equally a cons- an inconsistency, con- inconsistency and a consistency, because there's good monkeys, but then there's two kinds, and like... Yeah, the flying monkeys were that were evil in this be- were baboons. Yeah, they were flying baboons. Which is different. Yeah, there was that distinction between the right. good monkeys and the bad monkeys, and it's just not that easy... I know, like, I thought that was kind of weird, because in the book, they were only kind of quote-unquote bad because they were under somebody bad's control, mm. or, like, doing their bidding. Yeah. So I, I, I was really excited when we had Zach Braff monkey, because I was like, good, the monkeys are going to be good, and then they had evil baboons in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I But again, it could have been who was controlling them. It could have been, but they were, there was a very big, there was a distinction that there was, like, you know what I mean? That there was two different kinds instead of... But see, the funny thing is, is that the flying baboons were for the wrong witch as well. Because she's technically the witch of the East, and she dies. So we can assume that maybe the good monkeys get enslaved by the other witch, so that she also has monkeys, because she's jealous of her sister, or whatever. No, no. (laughs) Well, also, there was the whole Winkies were under the control of the East, but in the book and movie, they were under the control of the West. If I had my chart, I'd be able to know whether that was correct. That's correct. (laughs) Okay. Do you have a chart, too? I don't have a chart, I just... You just know. I I should just start trusting you, because, you know, you you called who was going to be bad, or who was going to be green. (laughs) Who was green? But nobody was evil, so that was good. I mean, like, none of the people that were under anybody's reign were actually evil themselves. They were just Americans. But they never were evil. That's the thing. Like, it's always been, like, about oppression and about the people who are over them. Even in the original... Or, no, I mean, it was in that, that way in the book, but also in the film, after she destroys the witch, they're all like, thank you. We are free! Yeah. Wait, did Ryan say that the Winkies were controlled by the East in the book? That's where I was not sure if it was... West in the book. I might have I said the wrong Well, no, because 
Yeah, I mean, they, it doesn't matter, really. East in the movie... There was a different kind of people for each land, and they were yeah. none of them were evil, and that's yeah. all that Munch, it matters. because Munchkins were east, mm. Winkies were west, and then I can't... Uh, the other, the other one north and south, yeah. Glinda with south. Yeah. Oh, yeah, now... Okay, now I'm... It's all coming back to me, okay. <laughs> it's really sad, though, because the whole, the whole confusion, the whole apparent mystery that they were trying to make with the witches was, in the end, there was just three of them. You know, Glinda and then the two evil witches. And part of me was hoping that they would bring in the fourth witch. Because we never know anything about her, even in the book. Maybe well, that's... in the book, we do know something about her. It was, she was the good witch of the north, like the small munchkin, wasn't she? No. The one that Dorothy meets at the beginning. Well, yeah. Then, oh, right. She right. goes to but she, Yeah, but she's like... We still don't know anything about her. Yeah, she's like there she for a little bit. She gives her a bit. kiss, and that's it. Yep. And I remember yep. us talking about this last time, being like, we don't know enough about her. Like, I couldn't even fill in that part of my chart, and I was very upset. I, I looked up more <laughs> on her, and apparently even L. Frank Baum just did not use her ever again. Oh. Only people, like, only the writers after his death mm-hmm. brought her back, so she's apparently a non-character. Oh, that just drives me crazy. <laughs> they could have... See, if they were gonna do some mystery and stuff, they could have stayed consistent, and then used her ambi- ambiguity as their way to, like, reinvent make... Reinvent it. Reinvent and make what they want. Like, yeah. make the story that they wanted. Yeah. That was... I mean, I think that's probably a missed opportunity, although... Well, we'll see. I feel like there were a couple of missed opportunities in here. I guess I actually have to take it back. I did start to like Oz. with, And it was pretty much completely regarding his interactions with uh, the China girl. That's true, actually. Like, that, I feel like that was the only time that I actually really liked him. He, and China Girl was pretty awesome, actually. She was her. amazing, yeah. She's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go kill ourselves a witch! Yeah, she was like, oh, I liked her. Yeah, she was amazing. Mm-hmm. And well, and that, like, because they used the same actress that played her, the China Girl. The, yeah. the, the one that couldn't walk in the beginning, yeah. 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 Well, Which... also with that, when she asked, like, you could see on the look on his face, like, he really wants to heal her. Yeah. And not even just for the show. He just really wants to be able to heal her just to heal her. Like, right. Do good. So it really showed that there was a good man underneath all yeah. the Batman, you know? There was a good man beneath the quote-unquote greatness that he wanted to be. Yeah. Yeah. Dude should have just quit the circus and gone to become a doctor. <laughs> I'm just saying. Aww. <laughs> but if, if he had, if he hadn't become the con man, the magician-ish, then that he had, all the people he in Oz would still be enslaved. Help Oz. Yeah. He never would have been able to really, like, contribute to Oz. That's Although- a point, actually. Sorry. Like, I'm interrupting myself, actually. But <laughs> did I, was anyone else kind of pissed off that, like, the country was already named Oz? Yeah. Like, that it was, was the weird. Whole point was that he named it after himself, right? I assumed that that was a thing. I don't feel like they ever said why it was called Oz, because weren't we talking about that with the book, where it's like, is well, it called Oz because of they him? Never or say his name is Oz. He's the Wizard of Oz, isn't he? He does his say name his, is, name. his, his name. His name is Oscar. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, Oscar? I thought it was Oswald. Whatever. No, it's Oscar. Oscar, but they call him Oz. No, but in the book, or in movie. The... No. Or the, like, the old movie. No. It's true, they never say that his name is Oz or at all, he's just the Wizard of Oz, so he, like, in that respect, he takes his name from it. But in here, it was, like, supposed to be this big coincidence that fed into this prophecy. Right. Yeah, I didn't like that, but, let's be fair, the Emerald City already built when he got there, too, which was something that made me upset, because... Um, the Emerald, from the book, the Emerald City being, A, just being one big con, and, and being built by, like, that was such a, I I love that that. part of it. It was all about perception. Yeah. It took away from that, and what you just said, it was one big con. That was, like, the big thing about it, too, that really could have fed into They really could have fed in, I mean, to be fair, like, they probably didn't have time to build a city in this film, like, why would that have come into it, but still... It really yeah. did bother me that... 
I mean, they probably, I think it's almost like they kind of chickened out and were like, well, we have to show everybody the Emerald City because that's what they want to see. Mm. And so, yeah. like, they wouldn't take a stand for why it shouldn't be there. Yeah. 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 It probably contributed more to the movie to have the Emerald City already exist, but it still upset me that he wasn't the one who actually created it. Because, yeah, he did. And when I read the book, the fact that the glasses were why everything was green was just absolutely one of my favorite yeah. parts. Mm. So, yeah, that was upsetting. I mean, honestly, they could have just had a big white castle in the middle of everything that was taken over. No one was allowed inside or whatever. And then he turns it into the Emerald City or something. Like, it could have already been built. He just changes what it is and lets people in. I can understand why it would be confusing Yeah. to people that have not read the book that are just spacing out the film. Yeah. But Well, Kendall, to kind of contribute to your, I don't know, your orgasm about the Emerald City right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> just a bit. I kind of excited me in reading that too. Is in they do that in Wicked. Pretty much as soon as Galinda and um, Elphaba like enter the city, they give them the green glasses, and that's when she said, "You look downright emerald and stuff like that." So like it was all contributing to that. Mm-hmm. So it was, it's not lost among adaptations, even if it is in this one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it would really be nice. Like, I understand that they were probably like, oh, we need to really pay homage to, like, the famous movie. And probably, you know, obviously they had to take some things from the books, but they probably, like, stuck to the movie more. But it would have been nice if they had done something to kind of make people go, I wonder if that was in the book so that they would freaking read it. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's good, and there's so many of the books. Like, I want to keep reading the rest of them. Mm. Because I do agree with you with the Emerald Glasses and a lot of the other things. When they started walking over bridges, I was hoping the Wobbly Heads were going to, like show up and <laughs> knock them over. Well, I feel like they, they had a little bit of that. The whole, I wonder if this was in the book with the China girl. Mm. Yeah. And that, like, and thing, they had enough that differed, I feel like, from the original movie that mm-hmm. kind of made you wonder. It is interesting that the, there's the Emerald City and then the, well, no, because in the book, the witch isn't green. Do they say yeah. what she is in no, the book? They don't she's say just she's a just witch. evil. Yeah, like, they're not, there's no mention of, but we come to think of her as being, I was just, for some reason, I was like, why is the really good thing green and the really bad thing green? Coincidence. Yeah. Anyways, no, but it doesn't, it doesn't happen in the same. Sorry, all I could think was, why is it that the apple is always poison? (laughs) When she gave her sister the apple, I was like, oh my god, what is this, Snow White? (laughs) It was a green apple, I loved it. That was one thing I didn't like about it. Where did the apple come from? Like, why? Because apparently that was the easiest way for the spell to get into her sister. I don't know. I don't know, but it was very strange, like, that she essentially had to make... It's just a strange way to, like, be like, I am going to turn evil by eating this apple. Like, it's... Like, it was a choice, too. Which is one of the things I did actually kind of respect her sister a little bit more for the fact that she was like this apple is going to complete your transformation here eat it instead of just tricking her into eating an apple Mm. you know what i mean like she could have just given it to her maybe it had to be a choice though maybe i don't know it's like a lot of weird kind of new mythology to go along with things new mythology that's like as old as it can be like that was one thing i didn't like about it no but it didn't borrowing from it i suppose it did in a way poison her. It poisoned her soul or something. But. Well, it destroyed her heart yeah. completely. Oh, right. Well, I yeah. meant new mythology to Oz, not not new mythology yeah. to the world. I don't know. I felt like they could have used some other way other than trying to borrow from another pre-existing fairy tale. And yeah. you know me, usually I love seeing those elements of fairy tales in there, but, but I feel like separate. that was cheapening the yeah. moment and pretty much her transformation by trying to, like, you know, make that tie to something. Why couldn't she have her. just transformed herself? Like, ripped out her own heart? Well, no, but, like... <laughs> that kind of would have been cool, actually. But, yeah, yeah, to transform herself rather than, like, having to use the external apple. Yeah, like, why couldn't the, her pain have transformed her? You know? Like, yeah. there was that moment when she looks in the mirror and the tears come down her face and, like, they yeah. burn her, which was awesome. But she, couldn't she have just transformed in that moment? Probably. Instead of having her sister, you know what I mean? I mean, it could have... It, it really is a missed opportunity, because it could have been one of those things where her pain was killing her, and then instead of her sister helping her transform, she just gives her something to help her survive Yeah. this thing. Because I feel like it, it could have just, like... She could have just 
burst into flames. And <laughs> right. But then again, she could have come back from oh. that. Well, speaking, just like t- speaking about her entire transformation, the reason that it happened and her her character made me, was really disappointing to me. Agreed. Just that in was, general, yeah. like first, her entire personality in the beginning was kind of disappointing because it was freaking yeah. Mila Kunis. Like, she's awesome and like, not this like wide-eyed, I don't know, like I... I mean, not that she couldn't have been, like, an optimistic person, but I felt like she just had no fire. She was totally naive. Which is funny, because she did have fire. <laughs> literally. No, she fire. didn't. No, I mean, she oh, literally she had yeah. fire. <laughs> I kind of... But when we got to that point, when that happened, I thought that maybe she basically was trying so hard to be this kind of sweet doe-eyed person because she was afraid of that other side, and so I started to be okay with it. But, I don't know, I just don't like the entire reason. Like, why did it have to be over a guy? Well, I, I think... I was the same way about that, Kendall. Like, I feel like it was cheapening what we've always kind of talked about, like, as possible flaws to The Wizard of Oz and Oz itself, you know? Like, it was taking away that extra dimension to The Wicked Witch. Yeah. Making the whole conflict of her transformation over a guy, I know she was naive, but it re- I felt like it really did cheapen the Wicked Witch of the West. Yeah. See, I, I don't know. I I tried to take it a little differently. Like, yes, I was like, ugh, it's over a guy. But at the same time, you had to look at the manipulation and the crap that her older sister had put her through all her life. So it was kind of like this was just sort of the last straw. Which still no, sucks. No, but- it because... Because it was completely about him. Like, she still, like, hung out with her sister. Like, she didn't... It's not like she disowned her sister and, like, went off and went to be evil on her own. They were... They just teamed up. Yeah, but I don't think that she ever really realized what her sister was doing to her. So then you can't put it as a factor if she didn't know what was happening. Things can affect you even if they don't know... If you don't, like, recognize it. Yeah, her sister was playing her. She just didn't realize that her sister was playing her. Well, I re- realized that her But I'm saying that, that that she didn't know her sister was playing her, so that didn't contribute to the decision to become evil. The fact that she was well, getting played by her... Her, her personal decision. But her sister was playing her so that she would choose that. Right, I know. But it didn't... But, but when she sat down and was like, am I going to eat this apple... It had nothing to do with, oh, my sister's been playing me my entire life because she didn't know it. Her entire thing was like, I need to kill this guy that hurt me. Well, she just wanted yeah, to stop it the pain. About, it was the feeling of betrayal about, you know, this guy. Yeah. And yeah her she didn't know her sister was betraying her. Yeah, her sister's manipulation led to her feeling that way, but she didn't realize that. But ultimately, it was still because... I feel so hurt about this guy that I want to... That I've known for a day! Yeah. Yeah. Ugh! young love. It was It was, it very was much disgusting. Like a 16-year-old girl. We're gonna live together forever! Oh my god, and I'll be your queen, and blah, blah, blah. That was not my Mila Kunis, guys. No. No. I actually, like, I did like her as the witch. Like, after she turned yeah. it, I liked her... As when she was actually, you know, which is terrible, like, bitter and cynical, and she actually seemed... You know, relatable. Oh, <laughs> no. Relatable and more real than that wide-eyed, doe-eyed person. Which, it's like you said, Kendall, like, maybe if she was... Especially if her sister had been manipulating her into kind of making her fear herself and her dark side, mm-hmm. you know, it makes sense that she would be trying to be as far away from that as possible. Right. I do feel like, I mean, because, you know, the way that she talked in the beginning where she never got asked to dance and things like that, I just feel like somebody or something was definitely keeping her in the dark. And because of her severe innocence and naivete, that's kind of why the guy, uh, the whole guy situation had such power for her. Because weren't we all kind of like that when we were 12? Okay, no, no, no. Okay, I'm not I saying that. I mean, it that, sucks. It's stupid. I'm not saying that, like, I hate her for being that way. I'm saying I hate the people that wrote this for yeah. making her that way. Yeah. No, okay, I agree with that. Because yeah. it is really silly. Why is it? I, like I said, I, I didn't, because I do get, like, they did try and put that element in where it was like she was trying so hard to be good because of whatever, and like you said, manipulation and whatever. But, ugh, why did they, ha- why did they have to write it like this no, is what I'm saying. Yeah, it's, 
it is really dumb because it's one of those things where it's like, oh, you know, the woman is either really fragile or a bitch. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> guys, guys, we've hit on something. <laughs> Maybe it was just me too, but, like, for a lot of the first part of the movie when you were when you first were introduced to Evanora and Theodora, I really wanted to like Evanora, like, mm. the Rachel Wise character. I really yeah. wanted her to actually be good. Like, because there was the whole mystery of who will become the Green Witch, and I, like... You hinted at, like, with Ryan, I I was pretty sure that Mila Kunis was going to become her. And I, therefore, I didn't want, like, I wanted Rachel Wise to actually, I would have enjoyed that type of twist. Right. If she was who would have been, who would have appeared to be wicked and turned out not to be completely that way. Yeah. But I guess maybe that was expecting a little too much from this. I mean, she definitely was not as evil as, uh, as Mila turned out to be. Mm. But, uh... <laughs> But she was still evil and manipulative all yeah, the way through. Yeah. She was the Wicked Witch throughout the whole movie. Right, yeah. Like, it was one of those things where for, like... Except as she was. Yeah. For, like, the first maybe five minutes that we met Evanora, you could be a little skeptical because, um, you know, first she treats Oz okay, and then even when she turned around and said, how could you bring him here? It's sort of one of those things where she was being cautious. Yeah. And worrying yeah. that that evil was coming through their door. And so I was like, okay, I could believe that. And then, like, five seconds I don't later, think I was that like, it was, no. No, I don't think it was ever supposed to be... I don't think you were ever supposed to really not think she was evil. Like, they didn't try that hard to hide her evilness. No, really it didn't. was really about... Supposed to be the shock that uh, Theodora turned into the green girl. Yeah. I mean, yeah. to be honest, I was thinking that when they actually came to the end of their journey, when Oz and the China girl and... Why can I not remember the monkey's name? Finley. Thank you. <laughs> um, when they got to the end of the road, that they would actually meet a Wicked Witch, I sort of kind of didn't... I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. Like, obviously, they were going to be evil, but, like, I guess I was hoping so hard that Evanora and Theodora weren't quite there. That There was no way Michelle Williams was no, ever going to be no, evil, No, no. Because remember, my theory was that because there was the poster of the three girls, and then there was another poster with the Green Witch that she could be somebody separate altogether. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I mean, when they saw... The two of them still had to be evil. True. But there's always ways around that. Well, um, like we already said, missed opportunity, because there is a fourth witch. Exactly. So I thought maybe when they got... I mean, you know, obviously when you saw the girl going into the cemetery, I'm like, they're not there yet. Like, this this is something else. Mm -hmm. Like, I knew that it wasn't going to be right there, but I thought maybe the, you know, misunderstanding there would happen, and then they'd go on and find a real Wicked Witch, and then, yeah. you know. But it ended up just being the three characters. Well, speaking of that, and my kind of annoyance at Theodora's wide-eyed whatever... <laughs> optimism or something. Naivete. <laughs> no, well, yeah, but... I feel like naivete is not something to be scoffed at. It's, like, ignorance. Willful ignorance, and I feel like she was kind of turning a blind eye to what was clearly in front of her. Yeah. To maintain that innocent facade. Regardless. Go ahead. My Go word ahead. was optimism. Wide-eyed optimism, because I wanted to talk about Glinda. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I was not annoyed by her at all. I was just in love with her the entire time. Glinda? I... I really liked how she was able to see through him, like... Oh, yeah, and I love when he tells her, and she's like, I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, you saw it even as early as when they were, go like, in the bubbles and about to go through that force field. Mm -hmm. and she's I'm like, gonna okay. die! <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Like, it, as long as you are good, it will let you through. And then, like, you see her face fall, and she turns back, and she's like, oh, crap. Like, I knew this. He isn't good. Oh, oh, Andy and I were talking about Snow White and the Huntsman today, which is why she's in the other room watching it right now. Uh, <laughs> but, um, because we were talking about how we weren't sure that, well, because it's Snow White and it doesn't really have that much of a personality. And I was like, I don't think it's the point. I don't think she needs one. She just needs to be able to inspire the people. Mm. And I thought it was the same with this. Like, whereas, you know, we might not have liked Oz, and he certainly wasn't a wizard, but... Like, it was just about the people needing to believe and having somebody to rally themselves around. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also there's the whole science is our magic mm -hmm. thing, too. That, yeah, he wasn't a wizard in conventional terms. But, like, he was kind of saying the wizard of Menlo Park, you know, how mm -hmm. Edison, even though I don't like Edison. Well, not that I don't like Edison. I just don't think he's as great as what people make him out to be. I think Tesla's <laughs> a lot better. Um, 
<laughs> Don't make me bring the electrocuted elephant up again. <laughs> but, you know, he, he's kind of like the inventors, the scientists, or the wizards of yeah. our world. So, you know, he brought his own kind of magic to mm-hmm. us. Oh, yeah. I mean, no question. It was always, like, in this one, in 1939, it was always brilliant. Like, you were always like, oh, you know, how did you make this? You know, he was a big floating head. Yeah. What? Big scary floating head. <laughs> it's still impressive that you made that happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did, I did appreciate that. I will say, though, and it bothered me right from the moment we met Glinda, nothing about Glinda herself, just that she said on Glinda from the South, which is from the book, which is good, but in the 1939 movie, she's Glinda of the North. Okay. It just bothered me that they never really... I mean, you know, it's like... It seemed like the movie was trying to stay consistent with the other movie. Like I said, obviously adding in things from the books because you had to. Yeah. But for people who don't even realize that there are books... Essentially, though, in the 1939 movie, the reason they made Glinda from the North is because she's the first... They've just made her both witches, and so they were, like, made her the first witch that Dorothy... Well, they made her the first witch that Dorothy meets, which is the Northern Witch, and just kind of ran with it. Because yeah, there is never the a South. Witch, the pretty powerful witch from the end, which was Glinda. Right. And from the South, so... I don't know. So but then why did it have to be the South now? If she's gonna well, be both what, witches. If, if she was from the North, then we'd be saying the exact opposite thing. Like, why'd she have to be from the North instead of the South? Well, no, because it's consistent with the previous movie. Well, and they it's can... consistent with the book. Yeah. yeah, but we're missing the other witch, so... <laughs> Well, no, we're not mi- we're not missing. Maybe there's just not one yet, or I don't know. Okay, or maybe never they mind. Just didn't her in here. I think a better a better like why aren't they consistent is you know Emerald City and yeah. I also don't know how I feel about Oz and Glinda at the end. Well, I uh, see. I liked that they kept it, although they didn't quite. But like, I like that they kept it like everybody from at least everybody super important um, from the real world comes into Oz. What with Finley and what's-his-face from the beginning to Zach, Zach Braff. Zach Braff. And then um, the even, like, the girl, the China the doll girl, and yeah. the girl in the wheelchair and um, and his... I don't remember his what her real name was. Annie. Annie. It was Annie, and she was going to be married. Her married name would be Gail. So, yes, I know. I got super excited. Dorothy's I was like, mother. oh my god, is this Dorothy's mother? Aunt. Mother, maybe, yeah, too. Mother. Well, because her aunt was M. Emily. Oh, right. Her name was Annie. So, so maybe was, her mother. Maybe her mother. But she never. Yeah. I did like that, too. Had. Well, it's not like it, like Dorothy would be his daughter, but it's still kind of like cute to think that her. Well, he disappears would... to Oz, so Annie yeah. married somebody else. She married that dude. Yeah. Like, and then she had Dorothy Gale. And Gale. Who? Right. And then had Dorothy. So at least he got to meet the descendants. He kind of did get to meet, yeah. It's adorable. Or, not, <laughs> or it was just like a nod. I'm not really sure, because there is, like, weirdness about how that works out, because in 1939, Oz, she doesn't go to Oz. Or does she? I mean, <laughs> you know, she wakes up, and and it's all a dream kind of thing. Yeah. Whereas he goes and stays but the, it's all a dream thing, like, with the people going to Oz, or not going to, the the people be having a parallel in Oz with people yeah. at home makes sense, because it was a dream. But now there's still an Annie back here that doesn't have her Oscar. That's really depressing. <laughs> she is her Gail. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't need her Oscar. She's got no, a... No, but... What was it they said? A set... A Dirty, like, well, she did not want to marry him if she had another option. That was very obvious. Yeah. She dies anyway, so. <laughs> right. Well, God. she does. That, that was my thought too. She died like, oh. in childbirth or something, maybe. Maybe. I don't. I don't know why. So she really is only gonna live another year. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> don't mind me. Just depressing everyone. Yeah. I can't remember who said it now, but I wasn't actually that thrilled with Glinda and Oz getting together at the end. It was too neat. I liked it so much because he... Oh, because he got to have his Annie. I can't be with this... I can't be with my love from Kansas, so I might as well be with her doppelganger. But the point was that he thought he was not a good man, and Annie... 
saw that he was, or that that he could be, and so did Glenda. So, it works. (laughs) Don't look at me like that! No, no, I'm not looking at you like anything. I just can't stop thinking about, you know, and your gift, Glenda, is behind this curtain. (laughs) It's my penis. I forgot that we said that! Oh my god! (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There's that pause where he's like, it's behind, it's right in, like, your gift is right in here, and I'm like, it's my penis. (laughs) She really did, and we burst out laughing. (laughs) And then we couldn't stop saying that for, yeah. like, <laughs> an hour afterwards. <laughs> right behind this curtain, it's my penis. <laughs> oh, it's so tight in here. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said she right after. really says that. Like, really? Yeah. And you said there wasn't adult themes in this movie. <laughs> like, no, he wasn't fooling anyone, anyway, with no. that. I was actually surprised, like... At the end, like, after they started kissing and the machine turned on, like, it was pretty much the light just kind of showed their reflection or their, their outline through yeah. the curtain. I thought that the machine was going to turn on and actually, like, start projecting them. Yeah, me too. Okay. Either way, they got a fanfare. Finally. Yeah, they, <laughs> they Yeah. It was cute. I liked them together. She believed in him. She believed. I guess I still couldn't, I still just couldn't get past the fact that he was, like, he continually hurt people and then got away know, with it. He never really got that come up in, at all. Like he I mean, was, he did he turn a girl completely was, evil. Oh. I don't know, but doesn't there I mean, we could just assume that's a very like strong friendship that they have because otherwise it makes the 1939 movie really sad cuz he leaves Oz. Yeah. At the end of the movie and Glinda's still there. Also, she looks like she's still kind of young and he got old. <laughs> <laughs> Well, she is a good witch. Yeah, they're always beautiful. They are always beautiful. Are we going back to this whole Disney thing where people who are evil are always ugly and people yeah. are... <laughs> well, they, yeah, they definitely did that here because even Evanora like, had a glamour on because mm-hmm. when she turned evil, she turned ugly and so did Theodora. Right. And she said, like, I... Oh, well, don't worry about it, honey. I'll put a glamour on you. And Theodora was like, no. I want him to no. see what he did. Yeah. I actually didn't think that she was that ugly, honestly. No, she wasn't. Because it was Mila Kunis under there. Yeah, there's no way you you can't hide that hotness. Seriously, she just exudes it. Oh, God. And even her, like, evilness was quite hot. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I'm not sure how I felt about how, like, I don't know how I feel about you talking about my girl. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. Her her evilness was a lot hotter than her, like, wide open. Oh, yeah. Although, I have to say, her in those leather pants... What I mean, yeah. What? <laughs> she had those leather pants on when we first meet oh. her. I, especially when she got up and like was dancing with them. I'm like, I really shouldn't be staring at her butt, should I? <laughs> I remember you saying that. <laughs> I appreciate the fact that we can like, we can get all fangirly over girls and guys on this. Yeah, podcast because yeah. a lot of times like, oh, he was so cute in this movie. No, not in this one. We're not even talking about James Franco. He was okay. It's all about Mila. <laughs> I think James Franco had kind of that quirky, like, comedic factor. Yeah. Yeah. But I wasn't super attracted to him, though. No. <laughs> Sorry, James. I don't know. Like, I, I love Rachel Wise, so, I mean, I oh. thought she was pretty cool in here. Yeah. I love Michelle Williams, too. That's, that might have been partially the reason that I just absolutely adored Glinda the entire way. Mm. But uh, I, I just love her so much. I don't know why the thought... The, the whole, I sneezed the plan away just came into my head. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what I'm oh. doing, I sneezed the plan away. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. You sneezed the plan away? Oh, gosh. It was that, ridiculous. That was one thing. It was definitely a kitschy movie. Yeah. Like, it had some ha-ha-ha places ridiculous that you could like, <clears throat> Yeah. But then, but really, when he became, you know, the innovator and created all these, like, crazy ruses and stuff, like, some of that stuff was just really awesome. Yeah. I mean, like, the the... The scarecrows, basically, going through the poppies. Yeah, that was yeah, pretty awesome. that was really good. Um, and of course, you know, the big head. Um, yeah. Did anybody actually... no more flying baboons. There were a few, because um, some of them took Evanora away. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say words. Yes, you were. Oh, did anybody actually believe that he was trying to leave no, at the end? not for a second. No. Theodora did. I know, which was so sad. I, they... Oh, Theodora, never mind. Yeah. I don't know what I'm thinking. 
I don't care what she thinks anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I couldn't tell. I mean, they all seem... By anybody, I meant us, not them. Oh. Yeah. Us? No. No, okay. <laughs> no. I thought you just meant in general, because there because was they that tried, whole... they did try, I think, to make you wonder, because uh, the guy... The, the tinker. Yeah. He was like, oh, tinker? Not no. tinker, the... Um... The other guy, the, the fanfare guy, was like, I knew you were oh. going to do this. And, and he was like, sorry, adios. <laughs> like, he didn't explain it at all. He just went. Yeah. And so, I mean, I feel like they were trying to make you think that he really was trying to leave. Yeah. But well, I, mean, I didn't really believe the, that. Yeah, no, I don't, I didn't either. Because, like, obviously when there was all the flames and everything, and the monkey, Finley was very like, oh, no, he's gone and everything. And then. Were you crying? Yeah. <laughs> no. Aww, you did care. Finley. Yeah, I see that's the thing. That was like one of the things that I couldn't get past with him. I mean, he was so nice to the China doll and blah blah blah, but he was always so mean to Finley. I and know, right? Like that I, little monkey, poor guy. Well, also his like, also when he was Zach Braff though too, but still. But I'm, yeah, he kept Oh gosh, he was he really was treated and you're right, he was like so nice to the China girl, so nice to a lot of other people. And then right from the start he mistreated that monkey. Yeah. Like, that, that's just wrong. I feel that's like he made up for it later, didn't he? I mean, I guess at the end, you kind of get their their friendship. He does call him friend. He's like, this is something I've never given to anybody. Yeah. Because <laughs> apparently he sucks. <laughs> no, yeah. he just doesn't believe in himself. God, why are you so cynical? <laughs> because I am. I don't know why it's me on this spot. What, yeah. is, what has happened to the world? I don't know. You know what? I guess I Oz just does this to me. And I'm by Oz, I mean the land of. He may have shown that he was a good man in the end, but I can understand why he has a hard time believing it. Because there were times when I had a hard time believing yeah. it. Yeah. And this is totally random, but going back to, like, when think, we all knew that he was, a, like, kind of a dick, especially when he's giving all the, the music boxes out and everything. Yeah. I love the fact that he was a con man, and he was in, a, like, a circus or, or a traveling carnival or something, where most people there are con men, but the strong man was actually strong. Yes. And I was like, yay! <laughs> I love this. Yeah. Strong man was scary as hell. Mm-hmm. I think- Did you guys see the sad clown drinking in the back of the show? Yes. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Me and Sarah saw that. We just laughed. Good times. I guess I missed it. No, I'm pretty sure that you- Remarked on it, yeah. Oh, okay. He's in the back. He's operating the light for the magic show. Oh, okay. He's so it's like kind of like, mm-hmm. Oh, maybe, <laughs> yeah. I actually just watched the Doctor Who episode with the God Complex where they walk into the um, room and there's this clown, this really sad clown holding a balloon. Oh, God. You yes. <laughs> it took me a second to know what you were talking about, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> where Amy and What's-Her-Face Rita's are in there and they're like, it's not mine. It's not mine either. Hey, how you going? Don't talk to the clown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was going to say about Oz, though, the person, uh, is that you're saying, like, oh, you had a hard time believing that he was a, a good guy, too. Like, you understand, whatever. But that's the thing, is be- essentially because he didn't believe he was a good person, he just didn't care to act like he was. Like, it's just kind of one of those, like, cycles of doom. Cycles yeah. <laughs> it's sort of like, you know, we accept the love we believe we deserve or something like that. Whatever, yeah. you know, perks being a wallflower, whatever. It'll always come back to perks. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it's, it's kind of the same thing where it's like, if you, if you, I mean, even when you're like just dealing with other people, if you treat them as if they're only going to be a certain level, they're only going to raise to that certain level. Right. But if you try to like raise the bar, then, you know, Maybe at least they'll, they'll try it. to reach yeah. for it. Yeah. Gotta have more faith in yourself and others and things. And Glinda believes that. I did like how she had a white dress in this one, although I was kind of hoping for the really poofy pink. (laughs) Just because I love that really poofy pink dress. Everything she wore was just absolutely beautiful. Mm. Everything. I mean, honestly, like, most of the costumes in this were awesome, but... Yeah. But the thing is, okay, so Glinda has these, like, gorgeous white dresses, and they're very, I don't know what style, but they're just very, like, they're gowns. Mm. They're definitely gowns. Even Evanora has gowns. Like, even when she walks in and she has that great green and black dress, oh my god. Her clothing (laughs) was amazing, except for maybe some of the, like, (laughs) the stuff that came up around her head, like, on the neckline, maybe not so much, but other than that, as a Slytherin, I was like, whew. 
that is I would like that please um she was always because she was always in green which I think was probably them trying to like mislead you because she's always in green and the Emerald City or the Emerald City whatever we'll find disagree with me anyways always (laughs) Theodora in like these little 50s numbers do we notice this a little bit like, yeah. with the little, like, poofy, not floor-length, little poofy skirts, like, polka dot, black and white polka dot, pearls, and stuff. And I was like, what is, what is happening? Why are you just completely different from everyone? She clearly just didn't get the memo. I guess not. Yeah, or... But I did not get the costume decisions for her at all. Uh, well, it could be another one of Until those... she was the witch, and yeah. she had this great black number. Oh, she, yeah, she just, like, tore off parts of the dress she was wearing. It was awesome. But, um... Yeah, but you know, it was, it's kind of funny. I mean, I, I tried to take it as, like, again, like, the big sister, little sister thing, where, like, the big sister gets, like, the big girl gr- gowns and stuff, and the little sister has to always, like, look like she's lesser than her big sister kind yeah, of thing. I guess. But, yeah, cost- but, like, costume decisions, yeah. They really I were mean, trying to, like, push that, like... Ooh, look how innocent she is. Yes. And it sucks. Yeah. Although, I will say she looked fabulous in those dresses. Oh, no, she did, but she looked completely like she could have just been placed in this world and it would have been fine. You yeah. know what I mean? Whereas yeah. everybody else was, like, elegant and yeah. this kind of otherworldly, old, old-timey, <laughs> but, like, older old-timey styles or whatever, but... Just thought I'd comment. Yeah, no, I, I totally get it. I love... I lo- I love how Oz almost kind of said, if somebody asked you to jump off a bridge, would you do it? But instead it was a cliff. Mm-hmm. And he said it to a flying monkey. who was like, I have wings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the bubbles. Well, we all can't come and go by bubble. Yeah. Oh, the bubbles just for show, honey. I know. I did love that. I was like, what? <laughs> What's the matter, Glinda? All out of bubbles? <laughs> bubbles are just for show. <laughs> Bitch smash! <laughs> yeah. No, I really just enjoyed Glinda as a character pretty much she's just like she did she ju- only used her magic when she needed to mm-hmm. and she was just very she was innocent and sweet but not like but she could be bad yeah 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 so I guess overall it was pretty good yeah um I mean the more we're talking about it I'm like you know although you know definitely some either missed opportunities slash inconsistencies slash maybe you couldn't have made the central theme of this about a broken heart because of love. I think, I feel like we should sit here just for, like, a second and think of all the different ways they could have made her evil and hopefully someone will take something from it. Because I think that's the problem, is, like, the love story is is so, you know, I'm just gonna say the word cliche that it's just, like, everybody feels like they need to do it. That there must have been other things. I can't, honestly, I can't actually think of something. However, uh, Evanora has been trying to push you know Theodora to be evil for years we're kind of come to understand this yeah and there was no Oz in that there was no Oscar in that situation there must have been other ways that she was doing it you know she must have had other ways that she was pushing her not to mention the fact that Evanora became evil somehow too she's just greedy okay that's fine greed there are there are greed and well, lost, but whatever. There are other deadly sins. sins. <laughs> there are other deadly sins that you can we can push you through to this. Like, why? There's why. Right here is that if you look at the 1939 version, it was the Wicked Witch of the West that ruled over the Winkies, like that actually had power. Yeah. Whereas, as far as we know, the Wicked Witch of the East was like okay, oppressing the Munchkins, but yeah. not completely. You know, like that part of Oz hadn't become so corrupt yet. But whereas in this movie, they were portraying it that Evanora was the power-hungry one, and um, Theodora was the one who was like just out for revenge, and she was becoming evil in that way. Yeah, but I mean, like, Theodora left with her powers intact, and I feel like Evanora was quite damaged when she left, and she was also banished from Oz, so I could kind of see how the tables would turn before mm-hmm. Dorothy falls on her. Yeah, it's obviously <laughs> but, been a while. Then, like, the, the motivations, like... It doesn't necessarily signify a change in motivation for what they're what they want. Yeah. You know? Yeah. In, well, I think that but but it makes sense because she would Theodora would become power hungry in the sense that she wants to raise an army against Oz, the person. Mm. The wizard. And why not just take the whole damn thing? Like the Emerald City and everything. And we're talking about like 
pretty much the inherent flaws of the Wizard of Oz, the movie, is that, in all honesty, like, they portray her as this wicked character, but all she wants is a pair of shoes. They never, and yes, she's oppressing the Winkies or whatever. Well, she wants the shoes because of power. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because they're powerful. But they never actually give her any, like, they don't tell you why she wants the shoes. Right. Or they don't tell you, like, what she would do with the shoes. And yeah. how she would be evil with the shoes. So therein lies another missed opportunity for this movie, is if they did show you that further motivation for what she actually wants to do, other than just try to get revenge on this guy who broke her heart. Well, I my assumption is is that she does want to get so powerful that she can ra- raise an army against and attack the city and to get to Oz. Like, my assumption is that he's protected somewhat in that way. And so she needs to become powerful enough to get to him. Yeah. We're also not told, I mean, in in the 1939 version, what the other powers of the shoes are. Like, only, the only thing we know about them is that they have the power to get Dorothy home. Like, they must have had some other kind of gift. Well, they also have the power to stop the Wicked Witch of the West from taking them. Because if you remember, she yeah. tries to. Mm-hmm. But do they don't even say in the book, do they? No, they just say that they're really powerful. It's a powerful charm, so you probably could do a lot with them. It's kind mm-hmm. of... But they yeah. didn't really go into it, no. And they fell off in the desert. It's because mm-hmm. it was all a dream. Not in the book. No. Because no. she, she walked over the desert. Well, not over the desert, but like over. In the sky over the desert. It took her... Each step was a long way, and then they fell off, and she had landed on her butt outside the farm. Oh. It's been a while. <laughs> well, you know what they say. There's no place like home. Click, click, click. Yeah, I will say this. I did love the uh, similarities in like the land of the Munchkins, where uh, you know Theodora got the broom and she swirls around with kind of the black smoke thing. Mm. And then, of yeah. course, once she's gone, Glinda says it's all right. She's gone, and I'm like. I'm watching the 1939 again. <laughs> yeah, they even had. Yeah. I know this is just a tiny thing, but they had the the swirl of the yellow yeah. book road. Yeah, I think me and you like were hitting each other. Going, yeah, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I noticed that too. I really liked that part because I knew where you were. And I mean, just I mean, they did. I think they did do a good job of like homaging the you know kind of paying yeah. tribute to to the visualness of the first one, like, we taught, you know, black and white to color, and, yeah. I mean, which we knew they were going to do, but, like, I think it would have been horrible if they didn't do that. Mm. Yeah. And it, you did really have to respect this movie for paying homage to the original movie, but also... Taking into account that it's from, from a book. book. They did a really good job of trying to merge the two. Yeah. Yeah. It's just really sad that the China Doll is the last China Doll. It was like really that, sad. The, yeah, the destruction of that, that city can't, really yeah. killed But see, her. she can't be the last China doll. That's, a, hey, inconsistency. She can't be the last China doll because when Dorothy gets there, there's a bunch. Yeah. So, I mean, if there's just one girl. Mm. Well, I mean. I mean, no, wait, China dolls, I'm sorry. They, like, just get made, like, by peoples or something. Yeah. yeah. Is that how we're I mean, doing that? Okay. It could be one sorry. of those things <laughs> where Oz has them bring all the pieces back and glues them back together. Maybe they come back to life. I don't I don't know right. the inner workings of a China doll. Yeah, no. For some reason, in my head, I was thinking that they worked like people, where they needed to reproduce like people, but now I'm thinking they probably just get made like China. Probably. <laughs> they never guess. say. So, like so I'm sure that they'll make her some friends. It was just one of those things where at the end he's like, I know I can't bring your parents back, but you have us as a family. Yeah. So it kind of just made it seem like they could never have... Well, I think she. Pro- I think that it probably... They couldn't put them back together mm. at a certain point. Yeah. However, they could make her new friends. But mm. that still means that she doesn't have a family. Yeah, okay, that's true. Oh, that was sad. Gosh, you seem that close to talk about the mating rituals of porcelain people. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm really sorry. <laughs> I was not using my brain. Yeah, but I do like, too, when she, they get to the end of the, like, the T in the road, and he's like, okay, go that way. And she's like, um, no. It's like, you can't just leave me on the road alone. <laughs> and then he's like, all right, come with me. It's just an entire, like, manipulation. Yeah. I don't know why that's good, but, like, it was hilarious. Well, because it made them kind of afraid of her. Yeah. She was all crying and holding onto his leg and everything, and then he's like, fine, fine, just come along. Okay. Let's go kill us a witch! Yeah! Did that scare witch. you a little bit? Yeah. 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 <laughs> 
do we have any final thoughts on the movie or the book to movie or the film to movie? Why, why did I use the favorite <laughs> You know what I mean? 1939 film the, to this film. The Bruce Campbell cameo. Oh, yes. Yes, I did. Yes, and I got excited. She did. He was a winky guard and he got whacked in the head by oh, whatever the fanfare guy's name is. I enjoyed that very much. I loved I was just waiting for it cuz they always work together Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell so I was just like Yeah. I saw his name in he? the in the credits and I went, "Ooh, Bruce Campbell." Then I went, "Of course, it's Sam Raimi. Why am I even surprised about that?" And then Yeah. He appeared and I got all excited. I was, I was just surprised his brother wasn't in it. So cuz his brother's usually in st- uh, everything that he does too. Is that Nook or Nook? Nook. Nook. Okay. That's the fanfare guy's name. Yeah. I like him. <laughs> And I did love Bruce Campbell. Because he almost stopped them from getting in. But apparently they're stronger than Spider-Man. Because in the Sam Raimi's versions of Spider-Man, he was the usher to Mary Jane's show and, and Peter Parker was late. So he told him he couldn't get in. And he's the only person that's ever been able to stop Spider-Man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> only a person ever. That's what... <laughs> it's Spider-Man. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just like had this flash of in uh, a very Potter sequel. Right no, first no, it's one of the it's either the first musical or the sequel where um Ron like says something to Hermione about Spider-Man and she was like, "I know, that's why he's my second favorite superhero." And he's like, <laughs> "Second favorite?" <laughs> I just, I just had this, like, really, like, feeling that Joey Richter was gonna burst in the room and kill me. <laughs> For making fun of Spider-Man? Yeah. <laughs> I guess I would say, as a last thing, is that, obviously, we said missed opportunities and, you know, possible inconsistency and stuff, but overall, it was a good movie, and I think it was really well cast as well. Yeah. Because, you mm-hmm. know, um, Joey King as the, I just figured we should name her, as the yeah. girl in the wheelchair in the China... Yeah. The China girl. It was beautiful. She was just amazing. Yeah. And we have seen her in a lot of other things. And I mean, like, all three witches were well cast, despite my not wanting to see Mila Kunis act like a... A bimbo? Not a bimbo. She didn't <laughs> act like a bimbo. I just didn't... I didn't like, like to see her without the fire. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I mean, you know, once she became then it was the awesome. green witch, yeah, then oh, she was yeah. perfect. Um, and, uh, even, and James Franco, I think, for the role that they wrote him being, like, as much as I didn't like his womanizing and lying and all that stuff, like, Mm -hmm. I think he he was the right person, so. And then he had his James Franco smile that makes him look like he's so high. (laughs) (laughs) He probably is, because it's James Franco. Right. But, you know, that's, isn't that what you're supposed to do? Get high and watch Wizard of Oz? Wizard of Oz. Oh my god. I don't, awesome. I don't know, is that what you do? <laughs> no. <laughs> and I hear what you're saying about acid, Jessica, but I think the movie itself makes you feel like you're on acid. At least the original, no. the 1939. She said Alice so- in Wonderland. Oh, Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. I thought you said something about acid. They both make you feel like yeah. you're on acid. No, but you're, isn't that the thing that you, that, that like, you all you also watch it to Pink Floyd, but, but, but <laughs> aren't you supposed to get high and watch yeah, it to Pink yeah. Floyd? <laughs> There was a method to my madness, okay? I'm not crazy. By whose standards, Kendall? Shut up, Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I had a good time with this movie. I feel like... <laughs> we, I feel like oh. I do this a lot, where we rip on things, and then we're like, but it was really good yeah. at the end. But that's our jobs, guys. We liked it. Yeah, we rip on it. Yeah. But, you know, I'm, I, I actually really, like, I did enjoy it. Yeah. And Ryan, I have to I, tell you one thing. I enjoyed it. For first viewing, I don't think I'll ever really watch it again, though. I would watch it again. I would. I would like to see it again to like kind of get a little bit more out of it and maybe see either like it more or less. Yeah. I mean, at least then I'd have Steven like it holds up. Yeah. And uh, and Ryan, uh, Ted Raimi was in the movie. Was he? Yeah, he was a skeptic in the audience at the beginning, throwing uh, stuff at him. It's not a big part, but he was there. <laughs> well, that's they're usually not big part. No, I mean the yeah. Winky Gatekeeper was I was, I was like, looking for him, but he's got a very... Well, see, now you are gonna have to watch it again. <laughs> no, I don't care enough. <laughs> no, I, I mean, when I'm on the fence about a movie, I mean, not that I'm really on the fence on this one, but when there's 
some issues that we are arguing about, it is always good to watch it again, try to see it from somebody else's perspective and yeah. see how that changes my perspective. Obviously, if I really hate it, I'll never watch it again. Right. And I don't mean this specifically, but, like, we all know I have one movie that I would Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I, like I said, I can't think of anything else to discuss, but, yeah, pretty much despite the fact that I've been ripping on and saying missed opportunities, I did enjoy it. And it, it's, it was definitely the sort of thing that I think would be good with kind of older kids. Like mm-hmm. to watch with them too, because I could see maybe him enjoying it a little bit more if I've been watching it like with my niece. Mm-hmm. You know? And the color and the kind of the wonder of it. I feel like same with watching The Wizard of Oz for the first time. Right. I watched it as a kid. I felt like I needed to see this as a kid first. It made me really want to watch Evil Dead because of Bruce Campbell and Sam Raimi. <laughs> yeah. Well, that is coming up. Um. Well, and and then I am assuming we're done with. Oz, right? Yeah, why? Okay, because I just wanted to talk about non-Oz stuff. Okay, well, I haven't outroed the podcast or anything. Well, outro this bitch and let's go. Oh, <laughs> whoa! Whoa! <laughs> whoa. Oh my gosh, Ryan, you're going to make our like our listeners feel as if they're not important to us. Yeah, they're geez. Not. They're, oh, not. they're not important to you. Speak for yourself, sir. They're very <laughs> important nope. to I'm gonna me. I'm going to speak for everyone. And they're not important to any of us. Shut up. Anyways... Evil Dead is actually coming up at some point. Um, I think it's still on the schedule. I hope so. Yeah, because I think it's starting. It is. April comes out in April. April 20th right? and 21st yeah. is when we're recording for it. Anyways, that's beside the point. The next episode is on Jack the Giant Slayer, the film, and the, the original fairy tale, Jack the Giant Killer. Um, and honestly, I'm probably going to read Jack the Giant Killer. I have to research it more. To see if there's actually a link between Jack and the Beanstalk and yeah. all that stuff, because yeah. I might read both originals. Yeah, I was going to look into it too. Like they, it looks like they borrowed a lot from Jack yeah. and the Beanstalk as well as the Giant. Killer. Have you seen it already, Jess? No, I I haven't, but I know that there's a Beanstalk in this one. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, Dorn and I yeah. went to see it yesterday. It was yesterday, indeed. Um, And we we were fans. Wait, were you fans of the movie, Doran, or were you fans of Jack? (laughs) Both. You have to remember, Ewan McGregor's there, too. I was a fan of Ewan McGregor. (laughs) She was a fan of of Nicholas Holt. (laughs) We spent the entire movie, like, no, I spent the entire movie turning everything Ewan McGregor said into a... (laughs) And you might know. (laughs) (laughs) And I helped. (laughs) It was a good time. So we will talk about that on, uh, well, we're recording on Sunday, so uh, we'll talk about that next time. If you have anything to add to our discussion on this um, movie or any of the other episodes that we've recorded, head over to AdaptationPodcast.com and comment uh, and see what we'll be covering in the future. Find links to subscribe to us on iTunes, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter. Until next time, this is Adaptation reminding you... Never eat fruit. That shit is so bad for you. I could
Father, my little child.